<laughs> you probably didn't hear the detonation that went off in the chat room. Uh, it, you know, the uh, carpro.com talk line is one 800 The Common Sense Retirement Planning text line is 71307. All of them detonating over there because I don't know what I'm talking about. And then I get this one. Was Fanny really wearing her dress backwards? <laughs> uh, and here's another one. We're hypocrites because we took Soros' money. You, you understand that we didn't have anything to do with that, right? You understand that we're not a part of that decision-making process. This is, this is very shallow thinking. And if you guys want to do that, please, please, please have at it. Because I move on now. We've had, uh, you know, we've been hearing about the potential for a civil war in the United States for at least the last 10 years. Half the country thinks that's a very likely scenario. A lot of unchecked government power. They're getting into all of the crevices of our private lives. And winning control of government for the totalitarians has become existential. And for us, then we then we then think that the only one to only way to stop them is to also give in and uh, you know go for that go for that uh, power over government. Like somehow being in charge of the government means we've solved all the issues for every day going forward, and that's never been the case. Talks of civil war between various coalitions of states transformed into calls for independence. So then we get calls for an American-style revolution against government abuse. Now, interestingly enough, that would be really what we were involved in, would be a revolution. We would not be involved in a civil war because we're not going to be fighting ourselves. You understand that, right? There's not going to be a civil war in the United States. We're not going to be fighting ourselves. We would be fighting the government. There's a very big difference. A very big difference. Um, we have an unaccountable bureaucracy. Yes, we need to be rid of that. And, uh, we, you know, we need to stop being globalist and all these other things. And, you know, the, the thing about this is, well, with all the talk of the Civil War where, where everybody's talking about this, the government absolutely loves that. They love it. They, can't, they love it when citizens quarrel. It's the divide and conquer scheme. It's one of their favorite tactics. It, we're too busy fighting each other to notice what they're doing. When I get up here and I speak about freedom or liberty or, you know, all that other stuff, that's bad. You know, that's really bad. And you've got a news media establishment and a political class. They try to work together to make liberty actually, you know, synonymous with selfish or hateful. And they twist the meaning of freedom into love for big government policy or, you know, patriotic subservience to the state, allegiance to the state. When people set aside their differences and they get this common focus and they turn that focus and that fury towards those ones holding the reins of power, well, bar the door, Pelosi. Trouble is a-coming. Make sure the powder's dry, Schumer. Hey, Biden, get out of the way and get over here. Things are about to get kinetic. Right now, the government is headed toward censorship and warrantless surveillance and persecution is proof that, you know, they, they, they want you to believe that you're going to be under the yoke 
of full-fledged totalitarianism. And that is a threatening possibility. But this, you know, the whole January 6th thing, that was, that was, uh, it, it was a dual-edged blade. What they were trying to do was they were trying to make it to where you don't ever do that again. And two, they were scared beyond belief. You don't spend three years hunting down patriotic grandmas and some veterans and, you know, and who, who went to this thing for free and fair elections, unless you're terrified that there's a critical mass of people that see election fraud as a uniparty weapon for maintaining the illegitimate control. You do not set up disinformation. When you have a bill of rights that's, that states that freedom of the press, you know, first, first Amendment, you don't have a disinformation review board. You don't pretend that public debate is a threat to national security unless you're afraid of what ordinary people are going to say to you. You don't spy on their financial transactions and text messages and what they put on Facebook. And, you know, if it's anything other than puppies, that's got to come down. See, there's no new world. We have, we have technology now. We have rapid technological advancements that have given them some unsavory tools to pursue some of this nonsense against the American people. But they would not be so openly hostile to the public or dismissive of their obligations if they were not already afraid. And they should be. They should be afraid. There is no way at this moment for anybody to... I, I cannot see any, any scenario unless we... We would have to, uh, we'd have to make 535 Trump clones. And we'd have to put them in Congress. And then we'd have to move the chains. We would have four years to make the biggest political shift in the history of known man. And then that's only temporary. That's only temporary because... Everything ends, especially in politics. Now, when it gets to the point where they can no longer divide us into two opposing camps, you know, and 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 they even try to characterize what we what we are and what we're doing. They 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 look at the two opposing camps as one fighting unrestrained government power and the other fighting unrestrained corporate power. That's not really how that works. They take black American and pit them against white American. They take male American and pit them against female American. They take older American and pit them against younger Americans. They put they, they take younger Americans that are male and they want to be female. They take female, they want them to be male. They do all of these things. It's a constant 52 pickup. They're constantly reshuffling the deck, trying to come up with everything. They... While, while they're out there and they're doing all this stuff at the same time, there's no way to be organized about this, hence no warrior mindset, because this is all based upon desperation. It used to be that uh, the political class would start a war, and then they would send a bunch of people to war to fight the war, and uh, lot you know, and it, there's a lot of money in that. The last time we fought a war that had a declared strategic mission was World War II. Everything else becomes, uh, with, with, with the advent of rules of engagement, where we started playing fair in combat, which is hilarious, um, you know, it, it's become quite the big business, you know, strategic, questionable strategic aims, battlefield betrayal, resettling millions of foreigners into our homeland. There's no need 
for the civilians of America to join the military to die in a war for Bill Crystal or Hillary Clinton or Nikki Haley or Liz Cheney. So, all these, the, the growing consensus is this. America, well, in, in general, if you look across the planet, government is a failure. Government as practiced in the 21st century is a failure. All of these tools that should, should have made it easier, instead they got evil with them, and evil ways don't work because eventually every human being longs to be free. That's why they want to come here because they think they're free here, but they're, you know, we know the truth of that. All these things that the, uh, the government's trying to do, left and right, you guys are going to cause yourself some unnecessary pain, but, you know, I'm not in charge of making your decisions for you. Have you ever wondered how a politician makes so much money when they're in office? My guest and I, we're going to tell you coming up next. This is News Talk 98.9 WORD.